0: So this is the time where uh, you get to pick Sammy's brain. Um, I'll dip in when I do, because you know I like to piggyback on stuff. Um, My golden rule is don't ask what's your favorite job unless there's substance behind the question, unless there's a why, what is it and why, because if a favorite job is dancing in a ski fashion show, you should ask oh, why that. yeah that's why i said it <laughs> um you should ask why because essentially it's, the job doesn't matter because it's just a job they're all different some of my biggest ones have been my worst mm. oh, irony um so the floor is open go ask questions In- I, india's ready look <laughs> notes come on um, I need to repeat that so that we can hear in the mic. So what made you go, what, go on. What made you change from a great dancer to a working dancer where there's a pivotal, was there a pivotal moment or a change in mindset? Mm -hmm. Good Uh, question.
1: Yeah, it is a good question. And I feel like it's actually really specific to me, to people that don't know my journey because I feel like I was always great and always have been great, but I feel like it wasn't, it wasn't recognised for a minute. And that's, you know, it was down to things like I've said to you in class. Like I kept comparing myself to the girls who were working, but not in a healthy way. And um I don't know, I didn't really know myself in terms of how I wanted to present myself um, and look in the industry. I didn't know where I fitted in. I was, I just knew I wanted to do it, and I knew I was great, but I didn't really know anything else. So I was just showing up and being that. And I feel like it kind of came apparent to me after a few no's from Brian Friedman and a few no's from other places, that it was apparent that I was great, but I just didn't fit, I didn't know who I was yet. And I feel like I took a bit of time to stop looking outward, and I really focused on what do I like, how do I like my hair, how do I like dressing, what makes me look good, what makes me feel good? Like, and the minute I did that, and everyone was telling me, you should look like this, you should cut your hair into a bob, you should have a fringe, all these things that I was like, oh my God, there's so so many different opinions, and I just threw them away and did what I did to make myself feel confident. And I went away to like this little workshop in Italy, <laughs> um, and I came back. And from then it was literally just like everyone noticed me. And back then it was a bit more about your looks than your talent. It has kind of changed a bit now, but that was like the prime thing. Um, And I feel like when I sat into that and I I stopped caring about comparing myself, there was a massive shift. And that was when everyone, it just flew for me. And I've just felt like, yeah, it was never about my talent. It was just about me knowing myself. So I think if I can give advice, it's just really find who you want to be in this industry and how you want to represent yourself in a way, like stop taking, yes, take advice from people, but it genuinely comes down to, do you look in the mirror and feel like, this is great and this is how I, this is how I want to be because that's how you're going to be most confident. So I think that took me from being a great dancer, but to being able to work for me personally.
0: Dub question, Yeah. Leigh. What's your th- thought process when taking <clears throat> class? Like,
1: when you're taking class, are you thinking of using it for practice when you're on the job, or are you just using it
0: to like you know, more training? What's your thought process when taking class?
1: Um, well, let me put myself in your shoes, because now if I take classes for fun, uh, i do I do train as well one hundred percent, but most of the time it 's for fun because i 'm old and and i 'm working and I just you know I just want to enjoy it but when I was fresh out of college or in college around that sort of time, I was taking class smartly. I was going to the classes I knew I needed to be in to be seen that 's all I cared about uh, but also those classes were phenomenal training so it was like you know, the best of both. But I also was taking class and thinking about if this was an audition, how would I be? Or I'd let, I'd eye up the people in the room. Oh, those are the people that are working. I'm going to stand right next to them. I'm not going to be the other side of the room. Um, and I would dance right behind the people who I'm like, this is my competition. And I'm going to make sure I can outdance you or be on level with you. Because otherwise, I'm, I'm not going to work. If I can't do that in class, I can't do that on the job yet. So it does baffle me when people go to class and go and right on the other side or hide themselves because you should be using class, I think you should be using class to push yourself out there and get known primarily as well as training, like why can't you do both? And then yeah, go to another class that's just, you know, for hip hop grooves or whatever you need to do if you, if you understand what training you need. Some people might not need that, some people might need something else, but I do think with how many people are in the industry at the minute and how many people want it, you need to be fighting in class and going for a specific reason, personally.
0: Sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> Go. Well, that was great. No, I'm Uh, so how I guess how do you so like how do you communicate with a choreographer yeah. in the finding the boundaries between it being friendship and personal and work related kind of and ways yeah. of asking questions awesome. too much
1: of them.
0: yeah, without asking too much of them
1: um, You might be able to get advice on this more than me, but me as a person i 've never been that confident outside of dance. Um, so like I would find it really difficult to go up to choreographers and speak to them or I'm quite an awkward person. I'm very awkward. So <laughs> I would never be like, hey, may or like make pals with people easily. The reason any choreographers and me became friends is because I probably saw them on a night out because I was a party girl back then. Um, Freedom. Yes. <laughs> That's where I'd meet most of the choreographers or whatever. But um, I don't think like it's a bad thing to to put yourself out there also and to say, like, hey, um, I love your work and I'd I'd love to be used if there's anything that comes up, like, I think I fit your stuff. I think it becomes maybe if you were, like, you know, messaging them at 11pm on a Saturday or going into, like, those realms of where it's probably not really acceptable, then that might go a bit too far. But I don't think there's any harm with putting yourself out there because you've got to do what you've got to do to get, you know, where you want to be. But do you have any thoughts on this?
0: I mean, I'm the kind of person which is like, don't knock the door and wait for it to open, kick that yeah. bitch down.
1: Yeah, because other people will be if you're not.
0: But I know I can back it up. So I think only be willing to put yourself out there and basically serve yourself on a platter to be the hired or annihilated if you know that you can <laughs> yeah. live up to the standard. So like when I can't get into rooms for an audition maybe, I know as where I'm at right now, I'm good enough to do those jobs. So I will keep going until I get those yeah, opportunities. hundred percent. Whereas when I was 18, I would have been less forceful because even though I was confident, I was like, ooh, I'm still not as good as Jay. I'm still not as good as Cisco. I'm still not where the other working dancers are at. Whereas as soon as I felt like I got there, like I never ever was afraid to ask. Yeah. The whole reason I got a visa to go to LA was because I asked everyone yeah. to give me one. Like not, they don't just hand them out. Like, 100%. I would go around and be like, I want to move to America, help me. And people would be like, uh, okay. And then they'd see me dance and they'd go, yo, we should help him. Mm-hmm. So I think if you don't ask, you don't get. The worst thing someone can say is no. But also know where you're at before you ask 100%. it. 100%. Because I wouldn't ask Beth Honan if I can choreograph X Factor. <laughs> Even though I know I'm a really good fucking dancer and I make nice steps, I'm not there. So it's, I think it's about knowing where you're yeah. at.
1: Yeah, I agree. But you dope question. Yeah. Laura. When you're on tour,
0: how do you stay fit and not get injured, Sammy?
1: (laughs) Well, I got injured. (laughs) Um, Staying fit, I mean, God, well, in the tour I was on, I didn't need anything else but the tour. We were on for the two hours straight. It was more cardio than I could ever imagine, Um, but I, I I still kept in line with doing yoga now and then or like you know when you're on tour you are tired i can't lie to you everyone sees tour as like wow world glamour. tour, glamour amazing no i'm knackered i'm jet lagged 90 days of the year like you're sleeping on a tour bus where you can't actually sleep because there's bumps all the time i'm shattered the last thing i want to do is get up and do a workout you know and then do a two-hour show so but you know you get good food and on tours so it's about being selective about what you're putting in your body and trying to get as much sleep but um Hold on, what was the question? Because there was a bit that I wanted to answer. Oh, injured. Mm. Um, (laughs) I mean, you have to warm up before the show and cool down after, you absolutely have to. And I did slack on that a bit on tour um, because you get used to just being like, oh, we go again. I know what I'm doing tonight. Like, I'd still warm up, but maybe not as thoroughly or things like that. But actually, the night I got injured, I did do a really long warm up. So, um, but again, I'm a bit older. My body can't take it, but. You have to look after yourself ice packs after the show. Cooling down after the show is honestly, like, your biggest thing. And I think, like, Tanisha Bonner taught me that so much. Like, when I was in Some Like It Hip Hop, she would take care of herself like no other. An athlete. She was an athlete, athlete. Yeah. And she taught me the ways of, like, you know, you should be doing this and this. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know about that. Like, and you should, like... To really maintain your body, to have a long, healthy career, you do need to look at what you're eating. Make sure you're putting the right things in your body. Protein, cooling down, warming up, ice baths, all this good stuff. Like, it's so easy to overlook it. Uh, Yeah, you have to keep on track of it, especially if you're on a tour.
0: But you should be doing that even more now because now you're at the learning phase. Whereas if you get injured now in the learning phase, that means you stop progressing. Sammy wasn't in the learning phase, she's in the working phase. Yes, if she gets injured, she can't work, but essentially like, she's already there but for the majority of you you dance more hours in a day or in a week than we probably do in a year like or you should be so you should you should already be treating yourselves like athletes you should already be putting these like steps into place yeah like you'll never not see me do like i teach you all every single week you'll never see a dance class that i don't do the warm-up you'll see me bang it out full out every time even though I've, i've done it four times already that day it's because it's conditioning for me, but I also know that I'm keeping my body mobile. I'm keeping it able to move. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, but it's super important, but I don't think you should be waiting until you're on a job to start living that lifestyle. Yeah. Because be ready. You know what I mean? And as Dean would say, greatness, baby.
1: Yeah, and you always. I also think you always think, oh, I'm not going to get injured or my body's fine. I really didn't think I was going to get injured on that that tour and it came out of nowhere. And the minute that happened, my life went... I was like, oh my God, I thought I wasn't going to finish the tour. I thought that was it for me. The person, the physio said to me about a year it would take to get better. Like I was in bits, but luckily I managed to get back in eight weeks. Don't know how it happened, but still eight weeks. I missed such a big chunk of a tour. That was like my dream and it's devastating. So like, don't think, oh, that's not going to happen to me. Just, start, just look after yourself, because it will come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dope question. Um, no. um, when choreographing like, a concept or a project that you're doing, what do you look for in the dancers that you want? Because I remember seeing the one with Ella and Shannon and, and Becky. Oh, which one's uh, that? So <laughs> <laughs> the one where Becky um, was the artist. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry.
0: So what do you look for in dancers when using them for a concept or a project?
1: Um, I like to work with people that I have a relationship with um, because I think it's really nice to know like you've got good energy around you. Um, That's not to say I'll never use someone that I've never seen before ever, but it's nice to have, you know, at least know about them a bit and get on with them. To me, I like having that. It makes me feel secure in what I'm doing. Um, I think as a dancer, performance, for that specific concept i thought of vicky first because i knew who i needed to play the artist and then it was like working around her so i knew the dancers that were like the right sort of vibe for that song or the right they give off the right energy i think it's just one of those things where people that you know come to my class i see them all the time and i'm like oh they'd be perfect for this or they'd be perfect for that and i think again it as a dancer yes you can be talented and amazing but if you're an asshole, or if you're someone that isn't a great person why am i going to want to be working with you so as much as you're a great dancer you still have to also think about how you present yourself and speak to people and you know the energy you give off whenever you're around anyone is a really important thing because no one wants anyone in the room that has bad energy
0: and that goes across the board for probably the rest of your career outside of dance or inside of dance like that's a huge thing
1: Mm.
0: i always used to be like why does everyone always hire their friends they're not even that good (laughs) and then i was like because they get the job done and it's yeah. their friends. And now if it was me in that position, I would hire my friends. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do you know
0: what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. my friend is an eight and someone's a 10, I'm hiring my friend, yeah. even if they're a seven, they're gonna yeah, get understand. the job done. My Nan's not gonna know the difference.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I'm gonna pay my friend to be with me. I'm just dope that my friends are, lucky that my friends are dope, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Nathan, you had a question.
1: Yeah, uh, it was, um, what's been
0: what's your hardest job and what did you learn and take from it Mm -mm -mm. good question
1: let me have a think Hmm. there's there's so many things that are hard for different reasons Mm. I actually think the tour was my hardest job to date Um, it was the best job I've ever done and the hardest at the same time and that was because it was so long, and I think you don't, you underestimate, like, you think, oh my God, the tour, and this, and wow, and all these great things, but you forget about, you know, you're away from your your family for so long, I was away from my boyfriend for so long, Um, the people you're with, even if you're best friends with them, you're with them 24 seven, the whole year. And that gets to a point where it's like, wow, you know, like, it's a lot to take in, like, people have arguments, there's bad energy some days, good energy some days, and then, the jet lag, like there's so many things that you don't think about other than, yes, the show is the best part of my life, unreal, every single night, thank God. But the part, every other part of that, there were so many times on tour and I was like, mm, I'm gonna have to come off, I need to go home, I can't do it anymore. Like There were times where I really hit lows and I just wanted to be home. But again, I, I, I'm someone, I love my family and like, I love the people around me. That plays such a big part in my life. And I think tours, as much as, I would never change it and I would do it again, but it's hard as much as it's amazing. So, um, but again, that's one of them things that you've just got to get used to, I guess, because every job is, comes with that sort of thing. Every job comes with it. You never know who you're gonna work with in each job. There was a job I did recently, and it was amazing because of the people on it. Like, it was just such a good vibe. And some things like that really change jobs. Yeah, don't know if I put that into good mm-hmm. words, but.
0: I think that like, for where you guys are at, like, you know, everything is an open door and run through it because you don't know until you know. And yeah. every, every experience is an experience, even if you learn never to do it again. Yeah. But like, I know now jobs that I don't want to do, even though it might be a good credit or it might be good pay. It has to, like, I, I have a rule called the three P's and I don't want you to have this rule yet. I want you to experience life first, but one day take this on board. I have the three P's, the pay, the product and the people. Everything I accept has to tick two P's. So if I'm doing it just because it's good pay, I'm going to end up not liking it. If I do it just for the people, I'm going to end up resenting it, and I do it just for the product, I'm going to end up resenting it. It has to fulfill two, And then it feels like I'm working towards my dream and I'm not just doing a job. Mm-hmm. For me, that's, why I, that's how I measure things up. Yeah So everything that, every opportunity that comes, I have to analyze it.
1: Whereas at your age, I was like, woo, just give yeah. me the jumps. <laughs> and, and that's where you need yeah. to
0: be, because you need to get those experiences yeah, and understand those things.
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: Laura? <laughs> 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 have you had a moment Maybe, where you said, I yeah, I that, made I thought it.
1: that when I was in Thriller, so <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Come on. Ha- uh, have, <laughs> have I made it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, probably for me, my first like big, I guess, commercial job was uh, Rita Ora's tour, and it was with my best friend Lily, and we were like known as opposites back then. And for us, it was like our first big thing, and it was with an artist that's all we dreamt about. And it was a tour, and we were like, we walked on stage each night. It was only us two and two guys, and like one number, it was just us two. We walked out, and I remember thinking, "Yeah, this is it," <laughs> 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 which is really funny. It's so cute. It's on YouTube, and I watch it back sometimes. And I was like, "Oh, Aw. it was the most exciting day ever." Yeah.
0: Mine was on Kylie. I was walking in Singapore, looking at that big, beautiful thing. I was walking down like the end of the show, and I was like, this I'm Kane. I, no, I literally went, in my brain, I'm Kane Silver. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. And then I got right to the back. We walked all the way down the catwalk, come all the way back up, and then we had to do this like disco really great vinyl section. I did an eight count. We're going the wrong direction. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 Never settle.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, good times.
0: Scar. What advice for someone who's going to graduate and what good classes trip for training and getting seen
1: <laughs> um i think your main thing is consistency that's what i keep saying like don't spread yourself too thin and be in everyone's class da 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 and then you're just kind of all over the place. Be consistent. Like, if you want to get seen and you want people to know you, you have to be consistent with that person. So, say, Oh, I love Randall's class. I'm going to take Randall's class for the next two months. Sol- sol- well, solidly, I'm going to be in his until he knows who I am. Because otherwise, if you're doing Randall's one week and then you don't go again for another six weeks, he won't remember you because, even if you're great, because he's now seeing 100 other people each other class, you know? So consistency, I think, is the main thing in pushing yourself out there. Um, Again, figuring out who you are and how you want to be represented. Where do you fit in? If you look at the jobs, you have to know everything. You have to know who is on every job, who's choreographing every job, which choreographers in which books, which dancers are in which books. You need to be clued up to the point where you are just like this. If you don't know, if you see someone on a job and you don't know who they are, that's a problem. You should know everyone. Um, And I think you should know where you fit in. Like, oh, I could be doing their job. I'm similar to that person. Um, And like brand yourself, that's so important. Um, In terms of classes, God, I really don't really take class that much. So I'm probably just gonna suggest my friends. Um, But no, I do think- Friends are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, Claude, whenever he teaches, I think it's really important to be in his class. He teaches so much about performance and that sort of energy. Uh, Randall, again, I think he's an amazing person, dancer, Alex and Cam, John and Marco, um, Jaren's, Sean Niles, Kimmy, Blake's. <laughs> there's like endless ones that I think are really great. Uh, there's probably thousands more, but again, I I think pick the ones you wanna be in front of and like be smart about I know that agencies always watch my story, always watch Randall's story. They watch certain people's things to see who the new dancers are. You can tell that without me having to tell you certain things. You probably know who those classes are. Just be, if you watch and you can see, you can understand it, Um, and yeah, consistency.
0: Jake. What's one thing that you do consistently outside of dance that contributes to your success? First one, come on. Um,
1: Consistently. (laughs) Um, I think I really prioritize, even if it's not every single day, my mental health, um, meditation, yoga, reading, those things for me because I'm an anxious person. And when I go to auditions, even now, I'm still anxious. Or if I go to a class and I'm getting picked out, I'm still anxious. And that's something that doesn't go away if you are like that, by the way. (laughs) It gets worse as you get older. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, like taking care of myself outside of dance with that, meditation changed it a lot for me. It calmed me down It made me not care as much. Um, And yeah, reading for me, I love reading. and again, yoga, all those things that kind of bring me back into the present moment and relax me a bit. That's really important for me as a person, like my mindfulness as well as being a dancer, like they go hand in hand. Charlie. Um,
0: In auditions, how do you make sure you stand out? In
1: auditions, how do you make sure you stand out? I make sure I stand out. (laughs) I think, I mean, I always go straight to the front to learn it or I go in where I can be in good eyesight. You'll never see me at the back. I want to be seen the whole time. I think why shorten your chances of being seen? People are watching you from the minute you walk in the room, you know, so you have to be mindful of that. Um, I think I just try and sell myself. Like I have an alter ego when I do auditions and I think, you know, it's about being brave and being bold and being confident. And again, not caring what other people think and just giving them a show. I (laughs) think that's how you need to think. Like you need to show them something and they want to see it. So why hide away? I think. Even if you're getting put on that right outside corner where no one wants to be in an audition, like you have to make yourself stand out somehow. And that's by being bold and being brave and making good choices instead of hiding away.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't blend in.
1: Yeah, don't blend.
0: Um, we did a really like long episode ages ago now on auditions. And we talk about all different like things that you can do w- when you feel good in the room or when you feel bad. Because hmm. sometimes you might go into an audition and be like, oh my God, I'm absolutely die in and drown in that's when you hide don't show them your weaknesses only show them your, sh- your superpowers so like it's about being smart and the, mm-hmm. i think the more you do them you'll start figuring out oh, oh yeah this is easy cuz they're, they're not that hard if you can if you're a good dancer and you can perform like you know kind of just strategically you can cheat the game a little bit mhm How do you maintain the quality of performance when something is i guess is really in your body or you've been doing it a long time
1: so like you mean like if you're getting used to something and it's getting maybe you're bored of it now or you've done it so much um i think for one when you're with a live audience and that it's hard to get bored because it's a new audience every day and a new energy of people to perform to that give you different energy but saying that like yes there are numbers in the tour or other shows where you think uh oh, this one tonight or whatever like it's natural definitely different things but you've got a that's when I like play with it or I'll, I'll involve the people I'm dancing with and we have fun together you know and you find ways to play off each other and or we'll play a different game tonight like we do little things like that as a team um but I feel like you you have to create that excitement for yourself to give the best performance out whatever way you need to do that yourself but make up different scenarios but I do think like the energy for me of the audience plays a big part on how i perform each night and what i'm giving to people um it's a hard one
0: i think the people that you're around if you're around people that like you enjoy their company it doesn't get boring because you find ways to to make it fun the same you would as if you did the same dance class every day but you're with your friends you might find a new way of spicing it up yeah like we used to have desks on one tour, my first ever tour I did, we used to have desks on stage, and I'd never done a tour, and all the other dancers were 10 years older than me, and then millions of tours. So to keep it fun, they used to play games, so they used to play a game called Pass the Penny. <laughs> so every time you transitioned to the, the, the partner routine, we'd pass a penny or they'd have uh, on the desks, they'd leave each other notes inside the desk. So when they open the desk to get their next prop out, there'd be a note for them or they'd leave gifts. Brilliant. So like someone would leave like a can of Coca-Cola so like they could have a sit behind the desk. And yeah. there's things that would never ruin the show and the audience would never yeah. know. But it's ways of keeping it fun for, for us on stage. Yeah. But we're talking that's like after 15, 20 shows. Yeah. So like. <laughs>
1: yeah, you won't get bored quickly.
0: No, Grace. Because you're awkward in real life, how do you make yourself confident when dancing?
1: Um, For me, dancing is my place where all of that awkwardness and insecurities go. Like, the minute I start dancing, I am someone else. And I think that's really easy for people who know me to see. In auditions, on tours, on shows, or whatever, I become someone else. And that is just, like i take myself somewhere else like i said about an alter ego like i don't see myself as me when i'm dancing i am someone else not someone else i don't know how to, it's like a, a character i give myself and it's just this straight away energy of like i know i'm absolutely amazing and no one can tell me anything different and i believe in myself so much like you no one could tell me anything else and the minute you you have to give yourself that sort of energy because that's what people want to see and that's the confidence and I truly believe even if you don't have that as a human outside of dance, you can put it in you have to become something you have to let that alter ego sort of carry over you because yeah you have to you have to do that's how I do it, and that's how I've put into play my confidence because I've become something else and yeah mm.
0: like Sammy said it to you guys earlier in class, like you have to believe in you, mm. like you have to like let everything else go and just go like i'm great, watch this and like as soon as she turned you all to the back, I was watching that, I could see people going, oh shit. Like, do you know what I mean? You can see the, the doubt straight away. You have to remove that doubt. Like, as soon as you become confident is when you're gonna grow the most. Mm-hmm. The moment you start believing in you is when you're gonna grow the most cause you're gonna be less afraid to take a risk, less afraid to make a choice, mm-hmm. less afraid to make a mistake. Fear is the worst thing that we can have mm-hmm. when we're trying to progress or when we're trying to show off cause it's gonna mean that we're gonna have some sort of resistance. We wanna remove all the resistance. Like if I look at people who like really used to inspire me, they're actually the most like flamboyant, loud people in the world. Mm -hmm. Like Cisco is not shy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he will tell you he's fantastic and he's great. If we look at like some of the most successful, I can say male dancers, I don't really study female dancers, but like Jay Ravel was the most confident person in every room, that's why he worked. Anthony Kaye was the most confident person in every room, that's why he worked. There was never like that you would no doubt like how they carry themselves everything is like they're great like same as casper dancer from america timor stevens like when i look at all these dancers i think wow they've had such amazing careers mm. but it's because they tell you that they're great they truly believe they're great and they are yeah but it's there's no hiding mm. behind anything and it's be willing to just go this is me and be yeah. vulnerable but proud with it
1: yeah and also that wasn't me believing or thinking I'm great that wasn't me like forcing it I genuinely always thought I'm amazing and I deserve I deserve this I worked really hard I trained so hard and I knew I could outdance people I knew there were people on jobs that weren't as good as me it wasn't like a fake thing so if you're not there yet then you need to keep training until you do believe that you know you can't just put it on like I truly knew I was amazing and when I'd watch X Factor that year I didn't get it and I saw the girls on TV I didn't get sad I just thought I know I'm gonna do that. There wasn't a doubt in my mind. When I tell you not one single doubt, I knew I was gonna do it. I knew eventually I was gonna be on world tours. There wasn't, no one could even tell me different. The belief I had for myself, no one could tell me anything else. Like, and that's because I knew I was good enough.
0: Preach. So, <laughs> One last one, got any, anyone got any? I've got one that Jake normally asks, um, what's one thing that you would change in the dance industry?
1: Oh. There's probably so many answers I had for this, but when I'm put on the spot, I can't think about it. Can you give me yours and then I'll think. <laughs> Money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's probably the top one, because we definitely don't get paid enough for how amazing we are. That is probably the top one. Um,
0: Uh, And and I don't need money as in like, I just want more money. I should say more respect and and recognition. But most of the time, a nice way of showing that is by paying me what I'm worth. Yeah, But recognition as Um, how important we are.
1: Yeah, recognition, 100%. And I think at the moment for the industry, I think more auditions, it's really hard for, there were auditions all the time when we were younger. I was in like five a week and the opportunity to get seen by people was amazing. Even auditions for agencies, and that doesn't happen anymore. And I think it's something that agencies should bring back because yes, you get to see new people in class all the time, but what about the people who can't afford class or the dance that there's so, I do think there should be more opportunities for auditions and I can't change that, but I do think there should be.
0: Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good answer. Um, thank you so much. For dope questions today.
1: Yeah, well done. Very good.
0: Know what's your favorite job it makes me very happy. Um, <laughs> Big thank you to Sammy.
1: Thank you for having me. You're
0: dope, man. Love. Um, I'm gonna give you seven minutes to get your bodies warm, and then we're gonna dance. Woo-hoo. Good luck. <laughs>